Welcome. You're listening to the Peace and Passion Podcast, the place for conscious couples and individuals who want to explore aspects of their relationships as a self-growth evolution. I'm your host, Iman Iskander, and I'm a couples therapist and counseling coach on a mission to shore up your relational life with useful information and tips, as well as inspiration and ideas from the great minds of our guests. So you can skillfully and confidently and mindfully navigate the relationship with yourself and with others and with all of life and its challenges. On with the show. This episode is for you if you're a sensitive person who tends to overthink and worry about all sorts of situations and you have a hard time setting boundaries, saying yes or no. One of the fastest ways to notice what's bugging you, what's sitting in your subconscious, what's really unsettling you, if you don't already know it, is to catch yourself when you use the yes but. It's a very confusing message for the person receiving the message, but it certainly gets you out of a decision-making problem. When we agree with someone, we usually just say yes. But when we add a but, we're giving an excuse as to why, like, the yes is not solid. So it's kind of non-committal. Now, I know for many people it's a habit. It's a habit that's been built when it's just really hard to say no. But it's really important to just pause and think about why that habit got there in the first place and what's going on in the moment. So look, picture this. You've been talking about doing something on the weekend with your partner or your family or a group of friends and you haven't really decided what to do. And then someone suggests, hey, why don't we go to Christmas carols? After all, it's Christmas. There's a buzz in the air. The young kids would love it, especially after all the months of lockdown that we've had due to the pandemic. And you've been talking about doing something together. So you get asked the question, hey, do you want to take the kids to Christmas carols? And you say, yes, but it will be very busy in the park with lots of kids and we won't find space. Okay, what do you think is the message that they're getting? Is it a yes or is it a no? Are we going to talk about the kids in the park and the parking and the finding space or are we going to be talking about whether you really want to go? When we delved further into this scenario, because it was a real scenario with someone I'm working with, the translation was, if your idea is that I chase the kids in the park while you drink, then I'm not interested. But that conversation would never have emerged. We would have never had a conversation about the roles and how they manage the activities with the kids unless we had, a gone, we had gone deeper and deeper. It would have just been left as one of those confusing moments between a couple where they're kind of saying yes or no at the same time and nothing would have been resolved. There would have been feelings of resentment and confusion and maybe not even committing and doing the activity in a wasted opportunity. Saying no is never easy and it's particularly challenging if you've kind of already said yes to something, if you've indicated, yeah, you want to do something with the kids. And, and you might worry that, like, backing out is going to hurt someone. It's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt you. It's going to burn bridges. It's going to cause you to be perceived as, like, you know, not a team player or maybe flaky or maybe you're unreliable. 
And if you are the type of person who tends to worry a lot and you overthink, well, if you overthink situation and you have a hard time with a firm but polite no, then these fears, they're going to be even greater in these situations. So you go facing the whole brunt of another person's kind of disappointment or even anger at you may be just too much for you. And so the reaction of a yes but kind of makes sense because our brain is wired to just protect you so you're safe. It doesn't make the distinction between possible partner rejection or physical pain. It's all discomfort on the inside and painful. And so it seeks to protect you. So you want to say yes but you really can't fully commit to it. So you're caught. You can't say no because you'll disappoint. You can't say yes because it's not really what you want. If you did say yes, and you probably wouldn't even follow through, or if you do follow through, as some people do, they grit their teeth and they go ahead and they do things they don't want to do, but it's at the expense. It's at the expense of your own well-being and it backfires not only does it result in a whole lot of stress for you because you're doing something and engaging and you haven't had an authentic conversation and you really don't want to be doing it, but other people pick it up. They can sense that you're distracted, or you're resentful, that you're overwhelmed, that you're kind of not okay with this and you haven't had the authentic conversation about the real issue. So what do you do? Many people rely on that old tool, the yes but. And it doesn't work. It gets confusing. You're sending mixed messages. (laughs) Look, often the yes but is actually trying to say something more. And it's often used because you don't feel completely safe or even at ease with, with your relationship, with your partner, with the situation. So you go ahead and you just sprinkle these veiled excuses in your conversation. Let me show you what I mean. See if you can hear the truth in what's behind the yes but in this example. And these are real cases. Well, someone says, shall we put aside 50% of our income and save towards a house so we can move in together? And the response is, yes, but I need money right now. Oh, is that a yes or is that a no? Once you've said the you but, it negates everything that came before it, which was a yes. The translation really is, I'm not sure about us. Oh, now that's a very different conversation about saving 50% of the income to buy a house. (laughs) What about this one? Would you like to go on a date? And the response is, yes, but I'm busy right now. How about in 10 years? (laughs) The translation is, no, I don't really want to go on a date. Look, it, it um, it could even be this example. Will you go to the party with me? And the response is, yes, I'll go. But last time we went, you did such and such and I wasn't happy. So is it a yes or is it a no? Saying yes, but it weakens your agreement. But negates your commitment and it sends mixed messages. So it's very confusing to have a conversation with the yes, but method. So what's a better idea? It's a really good idea for you to explore what is under the butt so you can have a more authentic conversation. You can be talking about why you don't want to go on the date. You can be talking about what it is that they did at the party last time that really offended you and disappointed you. 
and how you can improve it together. You can be talking about the financial scenarios, whether you want to save or you don't want to save. It's completely different when you show your truth. You see, sometimes the yes but is just a shortcut. It's withholding, a way of withholding. And, you know, we withhold our complete truth from other people for good intentions, I suppose, because we have something that we want to protect them from. It's kind of our unfinished stuff. Something's not right within me. We have reservations. So we withhold it, I guess, sometimes to protect other people. It doesn't work, though. What's more important is when you have these reservations and you withhold, you do answer questions with a yes, and then there's often the catch, the but. And if you don't know why you're doing that, why you can't be fully committed to a yes, then that is a beautiful diagnostic. If you're noticing and finding that you're saying yes, but a lot, and I want you to notice that, then what's under it? There's some work here for you to understand what are your reservations? What is going through you? Who are you protecting? What are you protecting them from? And sometimes when we get our own feelings hurt and we're not able to kind of heal or reconnect with the person, then we end up building these conditions in our communication. It's a way of keeping us safe, as I've already said. So, again, it's important for you to notice, am I protecting myself? If it's your way of wiggling out of a commitment and you really don't know why you're doing that and you know you're bothered, you'll need to go further into the yes but. Then you can really show why you can't relax. You can really know why you can't relax. You can then be at ease and commit to whatever they're asking. We want to be with our partners, our friends, the people around us, but often we become hesitant because we don't want to get hurt and we don't want to hurt them. It's really not helpful, though, to you or your mate or your partner or your friends with your use the yes but. Listen to yourself and answer when you're asked something and answer with truthfulness, with authenticity. If you are one of these people that falls into the habit of agreeing with conditions, I want you to just notice this. So over the next week or so, just make a point of noticing your yes buts and maybe ask yourself if you're giving your friend, partner, maid a mixed message. And if you are, then all you have to do is realize this, be conscious of it the next time so you don't fall into the habit. But you can start doing the deep work by asking yourself some really important questions. You can ask yourself, what's under the yes but? What are the doubts or excuses here? Why does the yes need qualifications? How do I really feel about our relationship? Notice the yes buts in your language. Use them as a learning opportunity about you to build greater discernment about what you do or don't do, what you want or don't want, what you want to agree to in the future. And then you can go forward, move forward and commit to saying yes only to agreements that really resonate with you or excite you and ones that you've got room for that you can follow up on. Take good care now. Thanks for listening to the Peace and Passion podcast. 
If you'd like to stay in contact, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you like something here or if something resonated with you, I'd love your encouragement to keep this going. You can do that with a review, a like or a share, or just by telling someone that you think will benefit from hearing this podcast. Take good care now.